Massimo v. Apple, 2022-1895. Mr. Helm again. Thank you, Your Honor. It may have pleased the Court. The Board's finding that adding a diffuser to a reflectance-type sensor would increase the reflected signal strength is not supported by substantial evidence. In fact, the only evidence of record directly bearing on this issue is the impact of a diffuser on a reflectance-type sensor signal comes from Massimo's expert, who carried out a series of measurements placing a diffuser on a sensor and determining the change in the received reflected signal. The result of those experiments demonstrated a substantial decrease in the signal strength that was reflected. Massimo's expert explained that those results reflected what would have been understood by an artisan at the time, and in fact reflected a general principle that spreading light over a wider area decreases the reflected signal. That evidence and testimony was not rebutted. There was no expert declaration submitted in rebuttal, and so it stood uncontested. Nevertheless, when the Board addressed that information and evidence, it gave it zero weight, and there were legal and factual errors associated with its decision to give it zero weight. The factual error that I want to highlight has to do with the Board's determination that the pertinent prior art references all contained multiple detectors. That is wrong, because the only reference here that discloses a diffuser at all is called CHIN, and CHIN only includes one detector. So the system that was tested by Massimo's expert tracked that disclosed in CHIN. But CHIN may have one detector, but its purpose within the motivation structure here is that it teaches a diffuser in a sensor. Your Honor, that's exactly right, which is why it's particularly relevant to test if you want to understand what CHIN's disclosure is conveying to a skilled artisan, you would want to test the structure disclosed in CHIN, not, as the Board found, the combined structure after it had already been made. But the finding that the Board made was more specific, and it declined to give any weight to the evidence because it found the pertinent prior art did not include single detector structures like the one that was tested. Now, that means that CHIN shouldn't be considered as prior art either. If it's not pertinent art, if the structure is not pertinent for the purposes of determining patentability, when it cuts against obviousness, it shouldn't be used in favor of it. You're talking like the nose versus the wrist. No, Your Honor, although that's a different issue. The structure here is the physical structure of the detector. And so what the Board said was that we only think that a sensor that has multiple detectors would give probative information because it is outside the scope of the relevant art, the pertinent prior art. CHIN deals with oximeters. Excuse me? CHIN deals with oximeters. It absolutely does. Why would that be not pertinent? Your Honor, we think it is pertinent prior art, and we think that the fact that it has one detector doesn't actually distinguish it at all from, doesn't distinguish it at all. 
But you can't have it both ways as the board. You can't discount the evidence that shows that the finding of an increased signal is just wrong. You can't discard that evidence because the testing was carried out on a oximeter that included one detector. You can imagine, as an additional factual consideration, you can imagine a situation, these detectors are like buckets in the rain. And if it's raining, if it's drizzling, a single bucket will collect a certain amount of water. And if it's pouring, it'll collect more water. It's the same thing here. If you have multiple buckets, overall you collect more water, but each individual bucket has less if it's drizzling versus if it's pouring down rain. So these arguments were made to the board, correct? Yes, these arguments were made to the board. That's correct. So what's the standard of review with respect to these particular issues? So the standard of review is a substantial error standard of review in terms of the factual determinations. And the factual determination here that the prior art, the pertinent prior art did not include single detector sensors is wrong in view of Chin's disclosure and the reliance of the board on Chin. As I said, you can't have it both ways. Either you view that as relevant to the question of accountability, or you view it as irrelevant. You can't say it's relevant when we're establishing obviousness, the teachings of Chin, and irrelevant when we're determining whether our factual findings are actually correct as a factual matter. And that's particularly true because the board's treatment of Chin's disclosure was also not supported. So Chin only mentions a diffuser twice. Once is at the very, very beginning in his discussion of the prior art, where it talks about one type of sensor. And the later is at column eight, where it discusses a sensor that has, it's a transmissive type sensor that may, in some instances, increase the amount of tissue penetrated. Now, a brief aside, the difference between a reflectance type and a transmissive type sensor is that a reflectance type sensor must measure light that comes and bounces back from the measurement site. Those are what, that's what's claimed. Whereas a transmissive type sensor must penetrate through the tissue, and the measurement must be taken on the opposite side. So in that respect, they're measuring different phenomena, whether the light has bounced back versus penetration. The board relies on a statement in the middle of column, I believe it's column five of Chin, that talks about a broad applicability. It says you can use this in a reflective or transmissive sensor and at different body parts. But that statement is not made with respect to the diffuser. It comes in the context of a multi-column discussion about a completely different feature. Column eight? Column eight is where the diffuser is discussed. The discussion about any body part or reflective sensors comes in the middle of column five, I believe. And so it is entirely remote. And the column before, starting column four, continuing through column five and into column six, it's a multi-column discussion of a thermistor, which is a heating element. You might imagine that a heating element, which is intended to get more blood to the area, that could be placed at any part of your body, and the design could be used for any purpose. It's very strange to think that the drafter stepped back in the middle of this multi-column discussion of a thermistor 
to make a comment related to something in column eight. It doesn't make much sense. It is the type of argument that as lawyers we like to make, but as an artisan, it would be nonsensical. I want to highlight something else in Chin that similarly distinguishes the board's finding. Chin talks about different features for different types of sensors. So for the reflectance type sensor, it comments that you could put a reflective surface on the opposite side because Chin was conf- there was a question about the thin versus thick sites. This is partly where it comes in. Chin was confused about the light penetrating through the body and emerging from the other side so you could not measure that reflectance signal. Of course, you wouldn't want to include increase the penetration if you're worried about penetration in the first place. But it recommends putting a reflective surface to bounce the light back in. That type of reflective surface would have the effect of destroying a transmissive sensor. So it can't be that Chin's individual embodiments are supposed to be read broadly. I want to talk also about, just briefly, about how the board determined that the declaration evidence was not relevant. And it did so, and this is because there was no rebuttal evidence submitted. Is this your expert you're talking about? Uh, I'm, I'm talking about the, the expert declaration and the expert analysis of the reflectance signal. What the board did was it had no evidence supporting its position. So if you read the board's opinion, you can see there's nothing cited in support of its analysis. We raise this as a legal issue as well. And I understand that it is sometimes hard to draw that line between what is a factual determination versus the board perhaps creating its own evidence. But we think this may fall on the side, like in Brand v. Miller, of the board providing its own expertise or using its own expertise instead of assessing the prior art of record. One, there's no citation to any evidence of record in support of its position. And two, the types of statements that were made have to do with assessing the scientific validity of the determination, um, whether or not they were sufficient. And so we think that's just the, the analogy, or I would draw a parallel with, if the board went out and found a new reference and injected it into the final written decision, it would raise the same types of issues because we cannot cross-examine the board or we cannot respond to those arguments. And so that's the concern with what the board did in this case with respect to how it treated the expert's evidence that was submitted and unrebutted. So you're not making the legal argument that the board can never reject an unrebutted affidavit? Uh, Of of course not. So since you're trying to frame this as a legal argument, what is the legal standard we're applying here? The board does it. It has to explain why. What 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 more is needed? Because the board did explain why it didn't view the experts' experiments as is necessarily probative, right? So you disagree with that. So you you don't you didn't mean that you have the right to cross-examine the board and what he said, said right? No, arbitrary, arbitrary no, that's that. that is Judge Prost, of course, a a point of why it's 
if the board is basing its analysis on its own experience, that's the problem that arises under the APA, which is that you have to do it as of the record. And in this particular thing, it would raise a due process issue because we would not be... Well, isn't it the question really whether there's substantial evidence to support the board's conclusions, not this legal argument about what it can and cannot do in rejecting evidence? I think both things are true. I think both things are true. But certainly, we raise both arguments, the argument both ways. But that's absolutely right. I just want to make one quick point, and then I'll reserve the rest of my time. Judge Loy, I know that I have passed... Your time. And that's the idea of offsetting benefits. And to have offsetting benefits, there have to be two different benefits. In this instance, the benefit that was cited was an increased reflective signal strength. And the only evidence of record bearing on that issue shows that that benefit does not exist. And in fact, the opposite is a detriment. So there is no offsetting benefit analysis here. And you cannot find obviousness based upon some unknown benefit or unarticulated benefit. I'll reserve the rest of my time. Thank you, Your Honor. May it please the Court, Lauren Degnan for Apple. Substantial evidence supports the Board's finding of a motivation to combine Chin's diffuser with Saranto Mendelsohn sensor or Ackerman sensor. First, Chin itself explicitly teaches that using a diffuser is beneficial for causing light to pass through more tissue and thus more blood. That is a benefit the Board relied upon. Dr. Anthony, our expert, explained that diffuser, which causes the light to pass through more tissue and thus more blood, results in a stronger reflected signal with less relative noise at the detectors. And Chin itself in column 1, lines 40 to 44, explains that when light encounters a larger volume of blood, we get a better signal-to-noise ratio. And so this was a benefit that the Board identified based on Chin's teachings and Dr. Anthony's opinion that would have motivated one of skill in the art to combine the diffuser of Chin with the sensors, the base sensors. I want to speak just a little bit about this issue about the test. And I want to start with counsel's suggestion that the Board indicated that the prior art has only, has to, that somehow the prior art doesn't have multiple detectors. And so if we look at, it's certainly not true. If we look at Appendix 24, the Board, in explaining why it found that Dr. Mattacetti's tests were not probative, points out that Dr. Mattacetti does not explain why, for example, the commercially available sensor he selected and the particular diffuser material he selected could somehow be regarded as constituting the type of sensor, quote, that emerges from the combined teachings of Saranto, Mendelsohn, and Chin. So we're talking about the combined teachings have multiple sensors. There's nothing in the Board's opinion that suggests that Chin should be disregarded because it doesn't have multiple detectors. Rather, the combination relies on 
Sorantos and Mendelssohn for the multiple detectors, and then it relies on Chin to add the diffuser to that combination, to that system. And so I just want to be very clear, there's nothing in, there's no inconsistency in the board's opinion because the board understands that we're talking about the combination. And so in addition to um, an ex- unexplained reason for picking the particular sensor and the particular diffuser material, the board found that, that this evidence was not probative because it was not testing the combined system. It was not a multi, multi-detector, multi-sensor system. And those, that was a well-reasoned, thought-out, clear, um, well-supported uh, decision, and the board committed no error in declining to assign it weight. But the board went on. The board said, well, even if one were to take um, the testing at face value, it talks about how even if some undesirable conditions were to emerge in some circumstances, the combination doesn't have to come up with the best possible device. Because there could be trade-offs. And the trade-offs it identified in terms of, you know, contrary to what counsel suggested, was the, the better signal, the improved signal-to-noise ratio. The signal with less relative noise is a benefit that one gets by using a diff- diffuser. And so, as a result, the board's um, properly, was, was certainly not required to accept Dr. Manasetti's test at face value. There was no legal error. Um, and given the evidence of record, which as a whole shows there is a motivation to combine, our test on appeal is to look for substantial evidence. We find that substantial evidence um, in the teachings of Chin and the declaration of Anthony, and um, these Manistetti tests do nothing to call those findings into question. One other point I'll make about these tests since it's sort of a thrust of, of, of Matt Massimo's argument is the test spoke predominantly, in fact, exclusively as to the amplitude of the signal. They said that they're talking of strength in terms of amplitude of the signal. It is utterly silent on this concept of quality of signal, of the noise, the signal-to-noise ratio, which, again, Chen specifically says in, in columns one and two, using a diffuser allows... Um, like to pass through more tissue and more blood, giving us a better quality signal. So the tests are in opposite with respect to the main benefit that the board relied upon in terms of, as Dr. Anthony said in paragraph 99, having less relative noise. And so we do have, we still have a benefit that can be traded against a potentially um, lower amplitude of signal. And I should point out when the, when the light is diffused, um, in through this, to the skin, it, it's going through a larger surface area of the skin. And so what we have in terms of there's more opportunity to go through um, more parts of the, of the skin and the blood, um, and if there's some sort of aberration or occlusion in, in one tiny part of the surface area, the quality of the signal as a whole um, will not be affected by that one area since there's a larger surface area being done in a reflective sensor. So if your owners do not have any questions, I will just reiterate that substantial evidence in this record supports the board's decision in the form of Chen's very explicit broad teaching, specifically in column two, about uh, the benefits to using a diffuser, and Dr. Anthony's declaration, which takes that um, teaching and explains why one of skill in the art would have been motivated to apply it 
to the censors of Sorrentos and Mendelssohn on the one hand or Ackerson on the other. Um, those, um, those are, tra- those, those are reflective censors and Dr. Anthony in his, in several paragraphs explains why one of skill in the art would have, um, had no problem in making that combination. For those reasons, we ask your honors to affirm. As you know, counsel, no one loses points for not using up all their time. Thank you, Your Honor. Mr. Helm has a little time left. Thank you, Your Honor. And briefly, um, I don't believe that this uh, portion of Chin in column one was cited before. Um, I'm not sure it was cited in the briefing. I looked at Dr. Anthony's declaration, and he did not rely on that portion of Chin about uh, in column one. So I believe that may be a new argument or a new piece of evidence that's being presented on appeal. The second point I'd like to make is that Dr. Uh, Dr. Anthony's declaration relies on the benefit of increased signal strength. And the fact that there is no increased signal strength um, cannot serve as, you cannot save that as a motivating benefit by the idea that it would also um, reduce the signal-to-noise ratio because that's not what's discussed in Chin column two. What's discussed there is one type of sensor that passes light through tissue. Again, as I mentioned, a reflective type sensor consisting with consistent with the testing results requires light that is reflected from the tissue, not passing through. So it's an inconsistent piece of evidence relative to the system that's being claimed here. And with that, I'm happy to re- yield the remainder of my time. Thank you, Your Honor. Thank you, counsel. We appreciate hearing from both counsel all morning. Uh, the case is submitted.